is the Arcology Podcast Pirates campaign for you patrons out there. Thank you so much for your support. This is episode one. In this episode, we introduce all of our characters, some of which are quite different from the ones we were contemplating in our episode zero. And we find out exactly what pushes us to mutiny against our former pirate captain and strike out on our own. Why don't we uh, get started uh, with folks describing their characters, and I guess we can start with Alex since I've got no idea what kind of character you're playing. Yeah, let me give you a little bit of a rundown of him. Uh, his name is Drake Stormchaser. He is a uh, mojo slinger. Um, he's more mental than physical, obviously. The important qualities that uh, you're probably going to want to know about are that he has a mentor spirit, uh, which is a C, and he is a spirit whisperer. On the negative side, he's astral beacon, distinctive style, nautical tattoos, and the whole pirate shick. Uh, he's oblivious, and that's because the spirits are always kind of around him and talking him and distracting him. And he's prejudiced against land dwellers. Uh, kind of his loose background story that I haven't really kind of fleshed out yet is that he was kind of born of a people kind of on the sea and doesn't really like to be on land. So, you know, he's got a houseboat that is part of his lifestyle, but it doesn't ever leave the docks. And he generally just doesn't like being landside. The houseboat might be an issue. Think of it as like that, that permanent apartment that just is always lashed up. It doesn't ever move. Yeah, I asked you guys not to not to start off without any with any boats if you could uh, avoid it. But we can see what we can do. Maybe it'll survive. He'll scuttle it in the first episode. Well, you know, like in a Captain Ron, how you know somebody's like living on that boat and it's lashed to the dock and it doesn't ever move. Think of it. Oh like, yeah, I, I I completely understand. I completely understand. So yeah, it's a boat in name, but basically it's his rundown apartment. I don't think any of us had apartments. Okay. Um. Chase, can you give us a background on your character? Chief Pet Plumber, Chief Petty Officer, Charlie Chance Devereaux. Everyone seems to call him Chief or just uh, CCD. Former CAS Navy, started off as a cook, became gunner's mate. Well, likes to board ships, cook, and blow stuff up. Not necessarily in that order. Good with a gun, good with his fists, and uh, makes a mean gumbo. He was pretty much a salt sailor's sailor, you know, kind of like a... Mr. Drake there, he prefers to be on the water more than land. But, you know, except in cases of shore leave, of course. But, yeah, it doesn't last very long. Um, his thing is, started off uh, two weeks after he earned his rank as a chief. Well, it seems that uh, he had to go and go AWOL because, well, he was attached, assigned to a CAS destroyer who was uh, patrolling the Caribbean League waters. And it seems that the XO decided to, well... He also had kind of a nasty thing going on at the side where he would be, he had getting kickbacks from various smugglers and things of that nature and was using his authority to, and using you know, the crew of the boat, and the captain was too much of a whip to do anything about it, and basically kicking off the, uh, and just uh, taking out the competition for his uh, smuggler buddies. Well, the chief found out about that, didn't like it when uh, some of his people got waxed, so... On the uh, XO's last meal, he uh, laced it with some laxative and some uh, OC spray, you know, that's pepper spray, to ensure that he made a nice run to the head and, well, left a little surprise in the head for him. Needless to say, it took the uh, crew three days to, you know, clean the XO's remains out of the head. 
And ever since then, well, he's kind of wanted for murder by the CAS Navy. Oops. But he's kind of the guy, you know, you messed with people, you acted dishonorably. Well, eye for an eye. All right. And uh, Hannah, how about yourself? All right. Hannah is a young female a human technomancer, about 18 to 19 years old. She was born in the UCAS. When she was 13, her parents divorced, and it was very messy. Her mother is a controlling, manipulative shrew, and her father was a laid-back, sort of a blue-collar kind of guy. She got along really well with her father and resented her mother's decision to divorce him. Her mother filed for full custody, though, so uh, uh, Hannah didn't get to see her father very often after the divorce. When she was 14, her father took her on a Caribbean charter fishing trip. She was so excited to go and get to spend a lot of time with him, and it wasn't one of those gigantic cruise ships. It was a smaller vessel with a crew of about 20, in addition to the three or four families that were fishing. And it was attacked by pirates. Uh, basically, the pirates that the, the, the pirate crew that, that we're currently members of. Uh, the pirates decided to take my character because she was a young and reasonably attractive girl, and when her father tried to resist, they shot and killed him in front of her. Then they took her aboard the ship and used her as a slave. She was repeatedly raped in the beginning, uh, until one of the pirates claimed her as his own personal sex slave. Not long after that, her abilities as a technomancer started to show. Her imaginary friends turned out to be not so imaginary as in sprites, and she's able to use them to fake technical failures that only she seemed to be able to fix. So she gradually improved her status from sex slave to tech slave, and was even taught how to pilot the vessel and fire its weapons. She was never allowed off the ship without an escort, and was severely punished the times she tried to escape. But she's managed to engineer the deaths of several of the worst pirates in incidents that seemed like accidents, including the former captain of the, uh, the, the pirate crew, though this might have been some time ago. Uh, she keeps her ability secret. She doesn't really think of herself as a technomancer. She um, does very little with the Matrix at large, but she feels a real strong affinity with machines and devices. And uh, she has a, this quality called a uh, code of honor, like a boss, where she won't actually deal Matrix damage in intentionally. Um... I guess the wording of like a boss is you don't do that because it's too crude, but the the, re, the 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 um I guess the role playing tact that she has for it is she feels such an affinity for, for machines. She's more or less a pacifist in that regard, though she has no compunctions against killing people. Uh, also, she's uh, very good with uh, repairing stuff, uh, the jury rigor quality, and um, she is poor self control, vindictive, which she tries to keep as secret as possible, but sort of makes a list in people's heads, and if people mess with her, their machines start turning against them before too long. And, uh, let's see, recently she borrowed uh, 25,000 new yen from a loan shark slash, um, fence in order to buy off her freedom. Uh, the captain took an affront to her having that kind of money because there's no way she could have made that money without having stolen from uh, the take uh, from the crew. So he just took the money from her and is not letting her go free. So now she's in debt and has to pay that off, and, well, she doesn't make that much money <laughs> normally, so um, the captain's put it, given her another reason for him to be on her little um, shit list, or hit list, as it might be. Uh, physically, she's five foot two, weighs a little over 100 pounds, uh, black hair, brown eyes, very tan skin, and um, her hair is kind of scraggly. She She kind of takes pains to avoid grooming herself, and uh, she's kind of mousy. She tends to just seem rather unassuming and um, tries not to draw much attention to herself. And that's Hannah. All right. And uh, Lana, how about you? 
All right. I'll try to keep the uh, thing I wrote a little shorter. Um, Lana was born in L.A., uh, I believe when it was still part of the California Free State, and she's the daughter of a music superstar named Legacy and an adult Simpsons star, Derek Bryce Steele. And uh, she grew up uh, in wealth and constant traffic of famous people coming in and out of the house. And uh, she quickly learned uh, how to con and how to charm her way around people. And after a while, after her father's gambling addiction came around and it almost lost uh, her mother's fortune, um, her parents split and she never heard from her father again, which crushed her. She's not sure what happened to him. Um, but when she became a teenager, she decided, hey, I'd kind of like to get into this music business too. And mother, knowing all sorts of people and having all sorts of money, bought the right image makers and bought the right song makers and boom, Lana, uh, who actually was not Lana at the time, her name is uh, Stella, she became Cobalt Chrome, a... Uh, minor star in her own right. She spent her late teens partying, um, barely paying attention to the music she was making, or rather, people were paid to make for her, um, got to know people, and uh, started, you know, getting involved in this, just the partying scene and doing, like, every possible drug or something that uh, crossed her path. Um, after a while, she'd become friends with a uh, hot up-and-coming uh, actress and uh, they'd actually gotten into a relationship for a couple of years when uh, uh, Stella gave her a dose of some homemade stuff and she didn't know what was in it, she didn't know what it was, but the word was from a friend of a friend that it was good stuff. So she gave it to her, uh, to her girlfriend and she died from it. Um, this girl was basically, think like the Jennifer Lawrence of this, uh, this time zone. Like uh, all the girls wanted to be her friend. All the guys wanted her. She's like er everybody's most awesome person. And Stella was now responsible for her death. Um, not only lost a friend, but you know, her lover and all this on top of things. So she just left. She went away. She went to the Caribbean. She settled down in Port-au-Prince and spent the next chunk of time, she's not sure how long it was, experimenting with ways to forget about it. She took lots of substances, she had a lot of sex and drank a lot and just anything she could really get her hands on to help her forget. And as far as the drugs were concerned, she saw it as sort of her duty to test out anything that crossed her path before she shared it with anyone, lest that happen again. Um, whenever she was sober, which wasn't often, she dabbled in chemistry and first aid to try to learn exactly what the effects were of these things that were happening to bodies and how she could uh, uh, help someone who had a problem in the future. Um, she just spent a long time trying to black out and she succeeded. One day she woke up on a pirate boat with absolutely no knowledge as to how she got there. And her mentor spirit, if you could call it that, had been seducer at the time. And that energy was gone. And now she has a focus. 
around her neck and feels C talking to her. Not so much talking in words, but calling to her. She's got an affinity for C. She's it's her mentor spirit at the time. Now she's got a lot of contacts and according to her comlink, she knows these people, but she really doesn't know who they are. She's got the four point amnesiatic quality. So that is Lana. She's a full mage. I'm sorry, no, she's a mystic adept. Wait, what's that? She's a mystic adept. Gotcha. You're gonna have All to right, and punk? What was that, Nick? That's why Lana's not being accepted, because everybody thinks she's a full, um, a full mage. <laughs> but really, she's just a phys ad. Just, just mystic adept. All right, punk. All right, punk. Punk. Punk is a Chinese dwarf boat person from the South China Seas. He doesn't like to go on land either. Um, the most distinctive thing about him when you first meet him is he has a motif. He's covered all over with uh, clockwork gears and coins that all spin and whirl. His cyber limbs, his two legs and one of his arms look like they're made out of them. And then he whatever he wears has uh, that as decorative pieces. Um, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't speak much, and when he does, he's uh, pretty uh, uh, clipped and succinct, as if English is not his native language. And um, there's a lot of stories about punk. Everyone says punk is a cannibal. Um, there are definitely the case that uh, it's true that he was on the island shipwrecked and uh, there were people eaten and Punk was the only person alive. Um, and of course what comes out of this is Punk is also considered uh, kind of like a bad luck uh, in there. However, he's, his, uh, his arms and legs are top-notch. Um, they're not, not something you can take from him easily or be useful for somebody else. So he hasn't been taken apart for a treasure yet because uh, they're dwarven stuff and distinctive. It might be kind of hard to pass it off as generic used uh, cyberware. Um... That's really it for anyone uh, knows. He's uh, actually obviously very comfortable on the water, in the water. Uh, you know, he can go. He, he's obviously got uh, uh, something that lets him go underwater for hours. Uh, and he's uh, got the gear to go do stuff. And he's very comfortable on any boat, uh, able to pretty much go on any boat and, and have it go around, as if he was born and lived his entire life on boats. And he's not that smart. <laughs> oh, and Punk does have a really cool, highly modified shotgun. All right, and Shocky, how about you? Yeah, Shocky here. Uh, Shocky grew up just outside Louisiana. He was a, a, a hand on a barge. And then the barge got attacked by pirates, and the jockey was kind of captured. And then he grew up with the uh, pirates, basically. Uh, he is a physical adept, uh, and everything was fine. He was being, you know, a happy life being a pirate. And then the surge thing hit him, and his, uh, his skin kind of uh, changed colors. Uh, excuse me, his hair changes colors sometimes. 
He's never seen it, but other people say his hair changed colors. And then his teeth, they kind of got real sharp. And uh, he doesn't have an end of his tongue anymore, so he talks kind of funny. Uh, he's pretty good with a bow, and he's real good at swimming. It's kind of uh, it's, it's uncanny how good at swimming he is. Uh, he was uh, a physical adept, as I was saying. And he always uses defensive fighting styles. He was kind of a pacifist. But uh, as soon as his surge thing took hold of him, uh, people started saying, oh, his mama or his papa was a shark or something. And he kind of took it personally. And uh, so now he's a little vindictive when people start talking about his heritage. He don't like that much. Um, he's been on the water for a while now, so he's comfortable there. And uh, he's worked with all kinds of different people, all kinds of different pirates. So he speaks many different languages. All of them a little bit, none of them perfectly. All right, we've got one more person, but he's offline at the moment, waiting to reboot, and hopefully that'll fix his connection problem. I have a question about your contacts thread. Did you want a new thread for each contacts, or all the contacts in that one thread? It would be cool to make a, a separate thread for each person. That way, uh, if I've got updates or anything like that for that person, I can put it in there and uh, kind of keep a running background for the guy. And that way, if anybody wants to, you know, look up about somebody, they can bounce in there and see all the information at their fingertips. I don't know. It's just an idea I had, and if it if it works out well, then cool. And you know, it might be helpful down the line. And if it doesn't, well, I don't know. I don't think it's too much work to do it. Hopefully. I don't have much to add to mine, considering okay. the relationships are up to you. Yeah, I think you had a bunch of a uh, bunch of information in there already for things. But uh, basically, I've got, uh, I, I kind of put some ideas in there for, for where they might be from and that sort of thing. And I've got an idea of the world in my head. So I don't want to, you know, stick your contacts someplace where you don't think of them as, as being from. That's cool. Yeah, I just, have, I just have their locations, pretty much. Gotcha. But in any case, I guess I can uh, uh, read out the background that I sent to you guys uh, on the Google Doc so our listeners at home can enjoy it as well but uh your current home it's a uh, it's a small cove at a rocky island uh sheltered from the surf by a reef it's a small break in it that uh, allows entry and exit when the tide's high and on the shore you've got a, a makeshift encampment made up of tents basic lean-tos tarps that kind of thing uh just you know basic protection from sun and rain uh captain keeps uh the weapons and expensive gear locked up in a small cave, uh, hollowed out of a cliff face, and uh, you've got three ships in the the pirate fleet: a uh, cutlass, an otter, and a wave glider. I don't know how familiar you folks are with the uh, the various ships, but basically, one's a a racing ship, one is a like a uh, a fishing boat, and the final one is a a small, uh, think of it as a, a PT boat, a small military boat, the kind of thing you'd mount a, a couple of light machine guns on, maybe. We've also got, uh, you know, half a dozen uh, wave cutters and a couple of Zodiacs. The, the aforementioned captain is uh, Captain Mallard. He wants everybody to call him Captain Mal because he thinks it sounds cool, but behind his back everybody calls him Donald, like the duck. 
he takes he takes a quarter of the share of everything you take uh, for himself. Another quarter goes to his three lieutenants, and the other twenty uh, pirates in the crew split up the remainder. He's an adept, and he enjoys flaunting his abilities, and his three lieutenants take his lead on it. You can kind of think of them as uh, as junior high school bullies. Uh, they're uh, they're not nice folks to work with, but they're able, able to keep the crew together. Mainly because the uh, captain's pretty good at sniffing out disloyalty, and he's got uh, amazing uh, adept-powered reflexes that have enabled him to uh, survive any attempts at mutiny. The uh, three lieutenants got cybered up to the gills after a lucky score on an Ares shipment a few months back. Um, and uh, basically that gave the whole pirate crew a bit of a, a social boost for a while. You got uh, some actual willing recruits and not just uh, people shanghaied off of uh, boats that were captured. But uh, right now, most of the crew is is pretty unhappy because they're not getting anywhere near the uh, the amount that they would hope for, and there haven't been any other lucky scores since that one a few months back. Also, there've been a, a number of uh, deadly accidents, uh, mysteriously uh, killing various crew members. Oftentimes, they weren't the the nicest of members, but still, it's it's kind of freaky, and there's been some whispering of. Some some sort of a uh, curse going on, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> there also lost a few people who uh, called the uh, the shark guy names, and uh, well, he kind of went crazy, killed off a few people here and there. Generally, not a friendly, happy crew of uh, folks to be working with. Uh, let's see. So, real quick, uh, punk. Does oh, um. Yeah. Anybody else hear that weird uh, distortion to Carlton's microphone, or is it just me? Yes, yes. Yeah. I hear it as well. Okay. How is this? Is it gone now? It's better. It was mostly gone. Hmm. What's it sound like? Wires. (laughs) It sounds like digital distortion. Or Rob. Oh my gosh. We are experiencing multiple technical difficulties. The session will be grounded. Until this is taken care of. <laughs> How about now? Does it sound any better now? Yeah, is the uh, distortion gone. gone? Okay. Yep. Yes. Cool. So apparently, charging my laptop makes it uh, gives it weird distortion. Okay. That's bizarre. <laughs> Maybe that's what's kicking Rob out of the thing too, and now he'll be staying with us too. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm okay with that. How about How about now? Is the distortion back at all? I'm trying to test a few different things. There's a hum in the background, but it's not terrible. Welcome back, Rob. Okay, I can kill that for a while. Um, let me know if the uh, hum comes back and I'll kill it again. Okay. Roger, roger. That's just my freezer running in the background. Ah. I can turn it off for a little while. Let's see. Okay, back to business. So, all of you are uh, a bit of misfits in the crew for various reasons. Uh, Lana is, has the uh, the magic slinging capability, which the the captain uh, feels, I guess he feels threatened by it, and he's been putting her in harm's way in hopes of killing her off, justifying it by saying that you know, well, her abilities make her the best choice for those dangerous roles, right? And uh, I think Drake is probably in the same situation. 
but he's earned the ire from at least one of the lieutenants by ignoring his orders in combat because, well, he said it was because the sea was whispering him to him, but come on. <laughs> uh, let's see, Shockey, well, he's kind of a freak, plus he killed those guys, so nobody really wants to work with him. They had it coming, man. They totally did. Yeah, and uh, and Mallard's starting to think that maybe, just maybe, you need a reunion with your uh, daddy shark um, if you start killing off more people. Eventually, you're going to kill off more people than you're worth in combat. Punk, I think you forgot to mention something about your bad reputation in your uh, character rundown, didn't you? There, there's absolutely no truth to the, <laughs> the cannibal thing. Yeah, nobody wants to work with him. He's missing a leg, and there's a Two rumor going around. Yeah, there's a rumor going around that uh, the reason he's missing them is because he got a little bit hungry on night watch one night, or maybe he was adrift in a boat. Whatever the case is, uh, nobody wants to be working close with him. Chance, Chance is just a cook, and uh, according to Captain Mallard, not even a very good cook. I mean, everything is just so damn spicy, and Mallard just doesn't like it. Let's see, Hannah, you're still not really being taken too seriously by the uh, pirate leadership. You know, while, while Mallard was happy with that windfall that he got from you, he's uh, certainly not giving up a perfectly good sex slave with months of use left in her. Plus, uh, his Lieutenant Hawk seems to have gotten a liking to you. But you do have a way with machines, so he's uh, going to give you your first command, piloting an FC-420 Zodiac. Because uh, this afternoon, the, uh, the crew has picked up on a distress signal out somewhere in the ocean, nearby in the ocean, and it sounds like there might be a, a valuable yacht in distress. Or maybe it's the CAS Navy setting up a uh, trap for pirates. But in either case, uh, Captain Mallard wants to send you out on a Zodiac to check it out. Bring back loot and, uh, you know, pay for your uh, pay for your room and board for once. Normally so they'd send out one of the larger boats, but uh, since it isn't high tide, they can't get any of the boats out of the harbor at the moment but they can slide the Zodiac off of a beach and send you guys out. So Zodiac, and it's basically an inflatable boat with an uh, outboard motor in the back? Yeah, pretty much. Putting you in a command of it is, is kind of a joke, but uh, yeah. If you Google FC420, you'll probably see all sorts of fancy uh, pictures of black rubber boats with military folks with guns riding around in them. If you've ever seen... Yeah, if you've ever seen a movie or or a marine commercial or anything like that where people are riding around in those rubber boats, that's that's what it is. In any case, you guys headed out after the easy prey of a uh, boat with a distress signal, and unfortunately, something happened in the in the taking of the craft. Maybe there really was a serious distress, whatever, but the uh, the whole thing caught fire and burned to the waterline, forcing most of you to uh, take to the ocean quickly, and left you heading home with nothing to, uh, to show for the day. Who's with us besides us? Just you guys, all crowded together in the, uh, in the Zodiac. Captain figured, uh, you know, if, uh, if it was a CAS trap, using you guys up would uh, make his day a whole lot nicer. In any case, 
the uh, the sun's gone down, and you're making your way home several hours later. And as you get in close to shore, you can see everything is lit up. It looks like there's a party going on. You can hear music playing, and uh, it sounds like the sort of celebration you'd normally hear after a uh, a successful job's been done. But the whole time, they couldn't have gotten... I mean, the time we've been away, could they have gone out on their boat? Sorry, it's uh, it has been uh, several hours. High tide has uh, has come and gone, and they they could have gone out and come back since. Took you guys about two hours to motor on out to where the distress signal was. Took you about uh, four and a half hours round trip to deal with the whole thing. Oh, hey. I don't want to cut us out of something. So, Rob, are you able to hear stuff now? Guess not. CC, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. You mentioned something about like every time we talk, it just drops you from the server for some reason. I, I <clears throat> who who's uh, driving the Zodiac? Uh, that would probably be me. Be me, uh, kind of sitting back by the outboard motor, running it. Yep. the uh, The sunset. It's uh, it's dark, and you can come in and uh, and make a landing on the beach if you want, or uh, or whatever else. Uh, it sounds like there's a, there's a pretty good party going on on shore. And there's a there's a big bonfire going. Uh, from what you guys can see, it looks like there are people drinking, dancing some. Looks like you guys are missing quite a party. Okay, but we went out in the Zodiac to this thing. The thing burned down, and there's this young girl driving this boat who was in charge of this mission, whatever, right? And we're heading back now. Oh, it's up to you guys if you want Hannah to be in charge of the uh, the mission or not. You guys might want to uh, decide on that. But in any case, Hannah was uh, piloting the boat. Okay. Uh, Punk kind of looks at Hannah and kind of signals to cut the engine. All right. Uh, Hannah cuts the engine. Uh, what's going on? Punk think uh, Big Father very angry when we go back. True. But he's bound to have at least a couple bottles in him by now, I'd think. That'd uh, put him in a little better mood, right? That, that just makes him worse. Hmm. This boat fire can be like great wind and blow us away from family. I see what you're saying there, punk, but we've got stuff here if we're going to blow away with the wind. I want to get the rest of my gear. I want my 120th of a share that I'm due. 120th of what? 120th of one half. One twentieth of one half. We didn't well, find anything. Well, they did. Obviously, that's why they're partying up. We're still part of the crew. I'm not sure they'll see it that way. Nope. Chance, we, I'm thinking that uh, we were out. We weren't doing nothing. They did all the work. So they're thinking that uh, we're not entitled to squat. That's what I figured as well. So you guys are and, just going to lay down and, and not stand up for what you think you should get? Or you guys don't think you should get anything? I think what we're going to get is is punished. Uh, let me ask you this. If we were able to salvage that yacht and sell it, do you think the rest of them fraggers would be expecting a little payment from our hall? I suppose. Hey, you spirit man, what spirits say? Quiet. Drake do be listening to the wind. <laughs> what wind say? The wind no do be happy and thinks captain will be pissed. And he's just sitting there with his foot propped up on the bow of the boat, just kind of like stroking his chin. So what's this all boil down to? We go in there, we dodge a boot, 
we get a little cash, or what? What happened? They get money, no give us money? What? No one know? Maybe they celebrate because we burnt. No, I don't know. I'm not so sure the captain wants us burnt. Or at least me. It's unlikely you'd be cut in on the shares of any, uh, any pirate jobs that happened that you weren't involved in. The, uh, the captain really wouldn't like splitting up uh, his share that much. Is that typical of uh, past dealings with the captain for other, uh, other pirates of our collective band that if they weren't there for a particular score, they wouldn't get a share of it? Yeah, and you were a little bit happy that uh, going out on this you know, score all by your lonesome like this, you would have gotten a, a larger cut because it would have been split amongst you guys and not everyone else that was out. The lieutenants and the uh, the captain would still get their share, of course, but the uh, the other peons like you wouldn't get a share. I think if you're suggesting what I think you're suggesting, the uh, captain has a significant sense for mutiny. The other attempts that I've seen before haven't gone well. He's much wiser than the previous captain, even though he's just as cruel. If you're going to suggest an ultimate course of action beyond... Going in and reporting what happened, we should have a solid plan. Well, if the standard operating procedure is if you don't go on a, on a raid and they bring something back, then you don't get part of it. Well, then I wouldn't expect things to change. I was under the assumption of everybody got part of whatever everybody brought in. So that was my mistake. Hey, Carlton. What uh, would, did the... Uh... All the partying and celebration that's going on that we assume uh, is a score that they got while we were out. Is there any chance that these folks left before we went to go to the uh, distress signal for this uh, yacht? No, the all three ships were there when you guys left. And they're there now, right? Yes, they are. I know do be from the land, but I do be thinking that... The captain is going to be pissed, and I do be thinking that he probably didn't want us coming back. What was that? Drake kind of trails off, lost in his little world again. So is that an option? I'm not a cartographer or anything. What uh, Windsay party is doing? What's that? What Windsay from party? The numbers this morning uh, looked, looked auspicious for change to you. You thought maybe it was a change in your uh, your fortunes when you went out on the this run, but perhaps the, the change in fortunes is something else. I don't exactly think it's a good idea to go heading off to other places in a boat like this. We could have a little assistance moving us along. Well, we need bigger boat. No, we need a faster sea, and I can do that. I see bigger boat there, and I'll actually slip over the side, but hang on to the... Uh, dinghy or zodiac. Go get boat or go listen to party. They Shark. always make big talk what they do. Sharky slipping over the side and gotta follow Punk's lead if they if he swims over to the other boat to grab it. Uh, if if they think we're dead, that could give us an advantage. But I think it would be best to know what's happening before we make a move. Why? It would affect the nature of our actions. Think so? Well, let's just say. Maybe they did get a big score, and that's why they're partying. They might be expecting us to come back. They might be watching for us. Also, they might have valuable things 
or more weaponry than we might otherwise expect. If uh, they're partying because they believe us to be dead, then they're likely to have less vigilance because they believe our deaths to have happened. And, well, uh, we can expect them to have similar armaments to what they had when we left earlier. And we have the advantage of surprise if we choose to take an action. Lana kind of hitches her chin up toward in the direction of uh, Punk and Shaki. Well, it kind of looks like we're taking the element of the surprise right here, along with other things. Can you move this vessel without the engine working? I can't, but I can enlist a little help. I was just thinking the engine makes noise. Where do we want to go? Don't some of you have the ability to send out things to go see what's happening? Listen to wind. Have wind listen. Is there anybody yes. hanging out in the astral, Carlton? Does the wind have anything useful to say? Why don't you give me a perception test as you check out the astral? One moment. Uh, three hits. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call up my uh, connection to the machine world. Uh, but running Wait, it Hold is... on a second. Uh, Drake, you were looking on the astral, and aside from the, uh, the rousing excitement, uh, lust, and drunkenness flowing out from the beach, there isn't anything uh, obvious uh, popping up on the astral at the moment. I don't think anybody in your group has any bound spirits or summoned spirits hanging around at the moment. And uh, let's see. Uh, you do spot uh, a little spark of life on the, on the, the I guess you call it a PT boat that uh, amongst the fleet. It's probably whoever's stuck there on watch. I awaken my living persona. I'm doing a matrix perception check. I just want to see what all Matrix active things are going on, both among okay. other, the people that I'm with as well as whatever else I might be able to see. I got six hits on a Matrix Perception test. I'm taking the minus two penalty for running silent. All right. Uh, the, the beach is uh, pretty quiet as usual. The captain enforces a, a, I guess you could call it a Matrix dead zone policy on uh, on shore. He's always worried about somebody tracing you guys down through Matrix activity, so he doesn't allow anybody to run wireless uh, gear. Um, but uh, let's see. With those successes, you, you do spot that there is an active uh, device also running silent. Uh, it looks like it's... Uh, it's out on one of the boats, probably the uh, the PT boat. Can you tell what kind of device it is? Looks like a com link and uh, a sat link. You recall the uh, as part of the electronics package on that boat, there is a, a satellite link. Okay. Uh, does anybody on our team have anything active, running silent or otherwise? Because I probably will see it. I have a com link. Me too. A really, Me really too. cheap one. Yeah, I have a spot it. I have a com link rating one. I I have a good com link. <laughs> I got the Hermes icon. I think it's a five. Yeah, rating one com links aren't getting any signal out here. Rating five, yeah, you can pick up a signal. It's uh, it's not great, but there there is a signal available. Yeah, I've got a Transys Avalon com link somewhere. Somewhere amidst all these gears. Shaki has a uh, MetaLink com link, but it's most likely turned off. Whatever it is I got, I'm tur- uh, it's going to be off. I'm going to need a couple seconds to pull my documents back up. I think I'm going to summon up a ser- uh, spirit of water. Of course, uh, 
Let's go for five. Okay, and do you have any qualities that I need to know about for it? Spirit affinity, spirits of water. I also have a summoning focus, spirits of water. Well, let me check that. It is a three. What does spirit affinity give you? Let me read it here. One additional service and plus one dice pool for binding. Gotcha. I thought that's what it was, but it wasn't positive. Okay. Spirit. How many hits did you get? Mental spirit seal also gives me uh, bonuses to summon spirits of water. So, uh, hang on. I got six hits. So five. Okay. And uh, let's see. I rolled one. So, so that's five net hits for you. Right on. And two drain coming your way. Alrighty. All right. Anybody else have anything they want to do? Yeah, I want to get uh, Skype situated first, though, um, if we have a moment and other people are doing stuff. And I'm going to uh, go ahead and compile a crack sprite. What rating? I'll go, I'll go with the level. I'll go with the level six. Got six hits on drain, so no drain. I'm liking this app so far. <laughs> All right, I got four hits. That's two net. Right, so I'm looking at four fading. Yep. All right, so that's one point of fading that I take. All right, I'm going to summon a, uh, a spirit of water as well. Um, it'll be force five, but it'll show up as force six because of my uh, uh, qualities. Gotcha. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, have my sprite go ahead and uh, put marks on that comlink. Do you want me to roll okay, for hold it? On one se- hold on one second. I want to get the, uh, the spirit done first. How many hits did you get? Six hits. That's two net. With all the magic being pulled down around you here, it's uh, it's getting difficult to pull in another sea spirit. So eight drain coming your way. Ouch. Okay, and the crack sprite. Yes. All right. Yeah, the the crack sprite. I'm gonna order the crack sprite to go ahead and um, mark up that comlink and retrieve all the data from it. So I don't know if it's far enough away that where that would be a remote service. Is that uh, the same as for regular spirits, 100 meters per rating? Per your rating, rather? Yeah, I think so. You're within range. You're, uh, what is it, 600 meters? Yeah, you're within half a kilometer of the uh, the boats. Okay, so I'm not sure what you're going to count as each task. Is each attempt of a mark going to be a task, or can I be like, get just go ahead and hack that thing and get all the data from it? Is that all one action or, or one task? I think telling it to uh, to grab the data off the comlink would be one uh, one task. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm basically just telling it to grab, grab all the data from the comlink, so maybe I can find out what's going on. Oh, and Cliff, I spent some time thinking about the uh, diagnostics power. Yeah. And I'm thinking that uh, one way to make it uh, more reasonable is to make it count as an illegal action. So when you start it up, it starts the countdown for uh, for God coming down and smacking you. Yeah, that, that, so that makes way sense. It's, yeah, so that way it's a, a service to get it going, but it's not going to last forever, and it uses up a, a service each time. So you basically have to take one of your bound uh, sprites and devote it just to that task while it's happening. And it's uh, it's only going to last for a finite amount of time. Sort of like asking a spirit to help you in combat, and you suddenly have a Force 6, you know, or whatever, uber spirit helping you out for the entirety of the combat. Yeah, I could see that. 
But in any case, that's that's what I'm thinking about doing with, with diagnostics. So feel free to plot and scheme with that information in mind. Okay. So do you want me to make rolls for the sprite? Yeah. Make a roll to get a mark. It right, gets four hits. That's enough. You've got a mark on it. Let's see. How many do I need? I believe you just need one to run edit on it, and edit will download files for you. Okay. Yeah, it's going to go for the edit file action then once it's got the mark. And that's five hits. Okay. It starts downloading the data from the, from the com link. You expect it to take a, a little while. It's, uh, it's over much faster than you would have expected. Uh, glancing through the data, it looks like this com link has been scrubbed pretty thoroughly. There's information about the current call that's in progress, but there is uh, no information about any past history at all. Uh, and but you said uh, there's a call in progress? Yeah. It looks like it would be a... Uh, it looks a lot like a burner com link, really. The, the lack of data on it, the lack of, you know, even, you know, just right. selfie photos or anything else. I'm going I'm to interrupt the feed and tell my sprites to snoop to intercept the data on the call and uh, feed that to me. Okay. That would be six hits. Okay. You managed to, uh, to get a, a connection on the, the feed going through. Unfortunately, it's encrypted. You're going to need to decrypt it. Okay, I'll start working on that myself as my sprite goes back to wherever sprites go, since that was uh, two services. Okay. What kind of action is that to decrypt it? I believe it's a decrypt action. Okay, I don't see that on my list of little cheat sheet list here of matrix actions. I could have sworn it was. Hold on a sec. Maybe I'm insane and making stuff up. But while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and pick, um, let's see. I think, Rob, your character has a comm link up and running. I can. Uh, do you, though? Yeah, sure, why not? All right, I'm going to go ahead and put a mark on your comm link. Do what you need to do. I'm not telling you that I'm doing it, I'm, you know, except for out of game. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll be sure uh, out of in character to be slightly annoyed at you should I find out. <laughs> well, roll your willpower plus the device rating, and maybe you'll find out. Right, I got four hits to put a mark on your com link. Oh darn! I didn't get any. Shucks. Okay, <laughs> then I'll 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 get back to work on decrypting this. Oh, maybe it's, it's a crack, crack file. file. Okay, there we go. Yep. So that's a hacking skill then. That would be five hits. All right, you're running through everything you can to to try to cycle through the encryption and break through into the underlying data, but. Uh, whatever is is uh, enciphering this is is more powerful than uh, you've run into before. It's uh, I'm not saying much since you basically just hang around with pirates and don't uh, do a whole lot of uh, major data stealing. But in this case, uh, whoever's uh, running this connection has some pretty hefty encryption going on. And as you uh, as you eventually give up on it, the the connection dies and shuts down. Looks like whoever was uh, talking has finished their conversation. Okay. I just sort of, like, sink a little bit in my seat. Anyone else up to anything? I remember a couple of you guys jumped into the water. Are you guys going anyplace, or are you just hanging out near the boat? I'm waiting to see what Punk and uh, Shaki are doing. They just, like, slipped into the water, and I'm not sure where they're going. And I'm going to have my spirit manifest here in the water next to us. 
Are we going to try and get that PT boat to come this way? Is that what I think we're thinking? I don't know. You guys are the one that got in the water. Oh, uh, hey, Carlton. Um, could I have uh, basically saved the information coming off of there, even though it's still encrypted? Uh, sure. Okay, I'm going to reroute that data then and save it on um, um, Chase's comlink. Always handy to have some spare storage available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we family now? We take boat? Well, that all depends. Are we going to try to do this uh, quick and quiet-like, or are we just going to try to uh, make a big splash as we go out and leave the blood trail in our wake? Because uh, whatever we do, if we leave some people behind, they're most likely going to take exception to us uh, getting our own ride. Especially the <clears throat> Mr. Ducky. You, so, you, not you, smart cook. So, with two hits on a nautical vessel's knowledge skill roll, do I know which boats are going to be able to drive out of our little ports now with the tide gone? The tide is—it's past the peak tide when it's easiest to get the boats out. If you've got a, a good pilot, you might be able to to get it past the reef. It's going to be tight. The uh, let's see. The racing boat is probably the the best bet for getting out. Uh, it's uh, got the uh, the the least draft. I think draft is the word for it. Yeah. And uh, let's see. That would be the wave glider. The otter is the fishing boat, and it's probably uh, in the mid range between the two. The cutlass would be the most difficult to get out. It's the uh, the military vessel. Uh, Which one got the satellite uplink? That's the Cutlass. And if you guys are interested in the stats on it, the the Cutlass and the Otter are in the main book, and the Wave Glider I've grabbed from 4th edition, and in the Google Doc I've got the updated to 5th edition stats. We're going to take don't confuse it. Yeah, don't confuse it with the Wave Cutter, which is a or the Wave. Yeah, the Wave Cutter, which is. Uh, like a jet ski type vehicle. If we're going to make off with a vessel, we should probably go with the wave glider. It's the fastest and most likely able to disembark from our from our um, uh, port at this time. Pursuit would be difficult, if not impossible, if we make away with that ship. If we take any of the others, they could catch up with us with the wave glider. Cool. Or we could simply just start to oh, uh, we could just disable some of the vehicles on our way out. We could just pull Why? a uh, baffle plug on the wave glider so it sinks. Um, she she also looks horrified. The, also, the wave cutter is basically an open top vessel. It's it's racing. There's no uh, no bunks or anything like that on board. The fishing boat has a few bunks and a uh, a small galley attached to it, and the the military one, the cutlass has an actual cabin area under uh, under uh, the deck. Probably the most livable if you guys are planning on uh, on turning the boat into a home. Well, I suppose it isn't a long-term solution, but if we're going to take out our ire on anyone, let's take it out on the people. The boats have done nothing wrong. You know, that Lieutenant Hawk, you've been kind of getting on my bad side lately. Let, let's, let's just slip away in the night. Long swim. On a boat. All right, let's get that boat. Let's go. Uh, how okay. far away is the nearest port? Uh, my, you said I was getting something of a signal. I can bring up a map. Well, I, yeah, I you're. Uh, maps of where, where? How far away is this cove from the nearest place with 
ship some fuel. It depends on what sort of vessel you're traveling in, but figure it's it's most of a day's travel to get to the nearest safe port for you. Call it a 10-hour sea voyage. Possibly significantly less with spirit assistance. I was going to say, how long would it take a four-six spirit to, you know, haul us there quietly? It depends on how it does against the uh, opposed test against the uh, the object resistance. Do any of you know how to drive any of these boats? I point at Hannah. Punk can drive any boat. Two. Great. Yes, well, I think between the two of us, we might be able to take to make way with two boats. Oh, we could sell one. I'm yes. liking that idea. So let's take the cutlass and let's take that super shiny race boat. I like her. She's nice. Take fast boat. Take big boat. Big boat crash. We still have shiny fast boat. All right. Is there a third vehicle there that they could pursue us in? Well, there's there the fishing are, boat. Yeah, there are the three big boats that I told you about. There are half a dozen uh, wave cutters, and uh, um, well, the Zodiac you're on, and one other Zodiac. You know, I think we might benefit from a little bit more information. Um, she, uh, Hannah, uh, sort of digs out uh, her uh, bag uh, from behind her and takes out a. Uh, Takes out a uh, looks like a frisbee and a little uh, little robotic bug also crawls out and onto her shoulder. She tosses the frisbee out and it starts skimming across the surface of the water. And the uh, the flyspy takes flight as well. I'm gonna boot up my drone master and uh, send out those two drones to try to get eyes on the situation. Should have had the flyspy surf in on the disc. <laughs> I never thought of doing that before. I bet he would have fun. You have uh, radio, punk, swim to boat? I have a uh, comlink. I have uh, this uh, console. You know how make talk comlink? No one on beach here? I, um, I don't really have any um, communications things other than the built-in microphones on these. If you have comlinks, we can, we can connect them all together and form a network. But... Uh, Unless you have earbuds or something, we'll have to use the speakers. Punk, I hear noise. No speaker. What? Your drones are zipping in closer to shore, and there's suddenly a a bright flash and an explosion. Uh, First, you thought they're shooting at you, but looks like uh, they're setting off fireworks. Launching some stuff into the air, setting off some stuff on the ground. (laughs) Uh, Looks like the, uh, the party is in full gear. Right, yeah, let's go. Okay, any of you have comlinks? Uh, yeah. Any of you have uh, image viewing devices? Have yeah. eyes. Yeah. Electronic ones. I got some contacts. Oh, I have this. I take out a periscope, and I hold it up. And it rolls her eyes. Oh, I mean, I, I can share the vision of my drones with you. I point at Punk's eyeballs, and those meter metal. You... you <laughs> you show on comlink, come see, uh, punk C. Okay, just just grant me the permission, Zen, to include you on this network. And uh, I'm actually going to reboot my living persona, and uh, I'll use my actual drone uh, console to uh, essentially put marks on people's things, providing they're allowing the invite mark action. Like you need permission. Okay. And then I'll use that to, to feed the information from my drones to them, so the, everyone has access the to that. The periscope actually has an image link in it. Okay. <laughs> Styling. Okay. Uh, we might be able to get closer 
uh, without attracting attention with the fireworks. Well, I just Would you like me to pull in and closer? I have the periscope up and pointing where I'm going, so it can be underwater and just this periscope starts going off. Okay, Hannah, you've probably got, uh, I'd say, three different options for coming into shore, or maybe you can think of something else that I'm not thinking of. But uh, you could try to get over the over the reef, which should be pretty easy with the zodiac you've got, and into the protected area where the boats are moored. You could land the zodiac on the beach nearby or you could go uh, a ways around the island and beach somewhere else out of line of sight of the uh, of the party i'll go with door number three okay and uh, I'm also so you two guys beach. that are uh, that are hanging on on the side of the zodiac yeah i'm i'm gonna swim into shore while they uh, go off same i'm swimming over to one of the boats um i'm okay gonna swim just you know, under the surface of the water, and have the periscope up, so that uh, it has a camera in it and an image link, so they can she can show me whatever she wants, and they can see whatever I'm swimming, seeing as I swim, as this little periscope starts going through the water, because I'm now a mini sub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have the micro skimmer essentially doing a uh, a, a uh, sort of a traveling perimeter around the island. Gradually feeding that information so we'll get a variety of data. And then I want the fly spy to fly kind of high above and get an eye in the sky view on things. Both of them are under instructions to keep their profile low. Uh, okay. And anybody why else don't who you... wants to swim in, jump in. It's great. Okay, why don't you give me uh, sensor tests or uh, perception tests if you're viewing through the drones as they're doing this. Uh, anybody who's swimming in, uh, Punk and Shaki, I'm looking at you two. Why don't you guys give me perception tests as well? And uh, if you're trying to be sneaky as you're swimming in, give me a stealth test, a sneaking test rather. And for good measure, uh, you guys are swimming over the reef into where the boats are, yes? So give me a swimming test as well. The uh, the tide's starting to go out, so you're fighting against that as you're heading in. And Hana, I'm going to need a piloting test for you as you bring the, the boat in for a landing. It shouldn't be difficult, but hey, who knows? Something fun might happen. Like fun and like Johnny Cab type fun. Yeah, I was going to say, I sense, you know, fingertips, you know, wiggling together like mwah. All right, well, I only got two hits on my pilot watercraft roll. My drones each got one hit on their perception tests. Anybody who wants to focus on their feet can also make a perception test, but I'm focusing on driving. Yep, so essentially, with, uh, whatever two they hits get... on the uh, piloting test, you're able to beach the Zodiac without any trouble. You guys are able to, to hop off and pull it in uh, far enough up on shore that it's not going to float off on you guys. So I had to step away, but as I understand it now, the like you just said, the uh, Zodiac is beached. We are or are not within visual range of the guys swimming? You are not. Hana has taken the Zodiac around the island far enough to be uh, out of line of sight of the partying. And let's see, Shaki, you're swimming in. You managed to avoid the reef. Don't uh, hurt yourself at all going through there and uh, have no problem getting into the calmer, protected area. And you're uh, doing it uh, stealthily and all quiet-like with your two hits on sneaking. And with your eight hits on perception, 
you can tell there is definitely somebody on board the Cutlass. Uh, looks like they're uh, walking back and forth. And in fact, you you recognize him as uh, his Frank. Uh, poor sucker Frank. He uh, he's allergic to alcohol, so during these parties, he always gets stuck on watch out on the boats. Poor bastard. Uh, let's see. The party on shore. Uh, folks are drinking beer. Um, you know, funny, you thought that, uh, that the crew was out of bottled beer, but it uh, looks like they've got several cases of it they're working on. Um, maybe they picked it up uh, this afternoon. That's one of the reasons they're celebrating. In any case, uh, there are folks uh, dancing to music, uh, drinking setting off fireworks. Uh, you don't see the captain around anywhere. Uh, he's probably busy in a tent someplace, but who knows. Let's see, Punk, you're successful swimming in as well, and uh, good at sneaking in. And with your Water. one hit on perception, it looks like, uh, yeah, there there is a pretty big party going on. Um, and you know, you're you're pretty sure that everybody said that there was somebody on board the Cutlass, but you're not positive that there's anybody there. You, if they're there, maybe they're down below decks. And let's see. Cookie has some questions. Yeah. Uh, can you give me, if you're planning on swimming in, give me a swimming test, a sneaking test, and a perception test. Okay. As you, uh, what's that? Would anybody... Would it be, uh, does everyone think it'd be wiser for me to kind of stay with everybody to provide long-range cover fire or anything like that? Or does, someone, does everyone think it'd be better if the chief joins the uh, swim party? Uh, I don't know. So are we all getting out of the boat? Is that what's happening here? We're all going on the island? Two people jumped out of the boat to swim in towards the ships that are, uh, that are anchored offshore. Uh at least two people. If somebody else wants to, they can as well. Just make those three tests that I mentioned, sneaking, swimming, and perception. The rest of you are riding in the on the boat, around, out of sight of the party, and beaching, and presumably approaching on foot. Yes, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Alright, I won't swim then. I'll come in on foot to you know, help provide cover and protection and escort them. That way, in case if I get booted again, I can just say that's what I'm doing. I'm going to ask uh, the Force 5 Spirit of Water that I summoned to use its concealment power on those of us on foot. Okay. It, uh, it materializes, and a, a fog rises up out of the, the ocean and uh, coalesces around the group of you before fading away into nothingness. Uh, everybody around... Uh, uh, takes on a, a bit of a, a hazy uh, look. You can see each other, but anybody else looking on is going to have trouble seeing you. Got it. Uh, once I'm in the protected cove area, I'm really just going to go stand on the bottom and put the periscope up and just wait there. Okay. I'm going to stand next to Punk. Okay, so you both are uh, standing on the, uh, on the floor of the, the cove? floor <laughs> it's the bottom but it's the top of the bottom yeah there's uh there's coral and uh some sand here and there but uh you're, you're basically just kind of floating there not so much standing but uh yeah you're down towards the bottom it's 
very dark down here. Your uh, periscope uh, sticking up to the top is enough to get you a wireless signal so you can continue the feed. But uh, Shaki, any kind of uh, wireless stuff you've got is blocked by the water. I, I don't have any. Okay. Okay, so you folks on foot, what are you planning on doing? I at least would like to get close enough um, to be able to affect things with spells if need be. I gotta check my ranges. I think it's light of sight, so I don't want to get any closer, though. I'm going to uh, pull out my uh, AK, and I'm just gonna kind of do uh, a watch thing. If anybody tries anything, or if you want to cross something, I'll deal with it. Uh, does anybody remember what the guard power does? Let me look. It keeps you from getting glitches or critical glitches. While it's running, each time it's used, it uses up one service. Gotcha. And I believe it's one of the powers that you can use on a number of people equal to the force, but you'd probably need to check that to be sure. Protect against normal environmental hazards and accidents, both natural and those induced by the accident power. Blah, blah, blah. Used to prevent, prevent a glitch. May be used on a number of characters at once equal to the magic attribute. You guys continue lurking quietly and mostly invisibly on the shore. Are you going to start creeping forward so that Lana can get line of sight on the party? Yes. I, I will. Okay. Why don't the uh, the group of you guys give me a sneaking test? Yeah, they're, uh, they're zooming around. The, uh, the disc is swooping around the island, getting a, a look of the... Uh, the, an overview of the whole place. Uh, other than the party, there doesn't appear to be anything going on. It's uh, it's pretty much a deserted island. That's why the captain has set up the uh, this as your home base. It's a little fly speck of a uh, a chunk of uh, coral reef sticking up out of the uh, the ocean. And let's see, the fly spy is heading in closer. Like I said, the, the captain doesn't appear to be in evidence out amongst the carousing, but you do see the three lieutenants. Uh, they are, uh, let's see, two of them are, are drinking, dancing. One of them is playing some sort of drinking game that involves uh, lobbing chunks of coral at other people who are balancing empty beer bottles on their heads. I'm going to cast a levitate on myself because I suck at sneaking. Okay. Uh, oh. We'll go force five. Hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to do the same instead of spending <laughs> edge. Let's see, I'm going to edge my sneaking roll. Four hits on levitate. So uh, two okay. hits on my sneaking roll. I got six hits on my levitation. Okay. So you flying mage types, how are you doing on your sneaking tests? Well, I'm not making any noise, so does that affect my sneaking? Just because you're not walking doesn't mean that you're not making noise. <laughs> yeah, you flipping mouth breathers. Yeah, you're saying, hey, look, I'm floating, guys. <laughs> right. Hey, look, look at me. I'm that critical glitch and smack your head into a coconut. <laughs> well, in that, nice. in that case, I will uh, edge the sneaking roll then. I got a hit and a glitch on my sneaking roll. Sorry, on my default agility roll. And it pays off. I got six hits on my sneaking roll. All right. So you folks are sneaking up quietly, and uh, you all pull into uh, a spot that gets you a, a decent line of sight out on the on the party. But for some reason, Lana keeps moving on forward. 
Uh, looks like she doesn't think that the uh, uh, the spot that you guys are hiding in is the the best spot, and moves about uh, fifty meters closer to the the party than everyone else. You guys are about seventy five meters back. Uh, she's about twenty five meters back from the. Uh, um, I guess you could call it the the central locus of the party, the bonfire. She eventually finds a uh, a palm tree that uh, will be the safest for her to uh, to get a a view a view of the uh, the goings on and uh, hunkers down there. Okay, I'll put in a call to the guys who have gone ahead. So what? There's the three of us that are sneaking across land, and the other three are sneaking via water. Four and two. Okay. So Rob, you're with us, or Chase, you're with us then too? Yeah, he was, I believe he said he was escorting you guys. Yeah, providing okay. cover. Just Probably that best. That way, in case if I go out again, you know what I'm doing. I'll keep it simple. All right. So I have a question. We're at the bottom of the cove, and there's all these boats. How far apart or away, I mean, how big is this? You know, if we're on the bottom, what's the range to these boats? It's, uh, let's see, probably about uh, 10 meters deep here, 30 feet. So I don't think it's deep enough that you need to worry about any kind of uh, significant effects from diving or hanging down here for a, for a short period. But uh, let's see, are you going directly underneath any particular boat? There, are, The three ships are anchored out here, and then the okay. wave... Oh, sorry. The wave gliders are pulled up on shore, and shore is uh, call it uh, twenty meters away from the uh, the boats. And it's going to raise her rigor command console to her lips and speak into its microphone to send a message to everyone. Does anyone have eyes on the captain? We spotted the lieutenants, but I don't see him around. Good question. I think everybody can hear you except for Shockey, who doesn't have any kind of wireless connection at the moment. Does anyone else not have any kind of communications equipment? Okay. Didn't Chalky say he had a comm link? Yeah, it's turned He's on. also 10 meters he's underwater. And he's uh, computer illiterate, so most of the time, uh, general status is it is turned off. Punk is with him and has the periscope connecting up to the surface, which allows him to make the connection, but Shockey doesn't have a, a connection, so he's pretty much going to have to wait for Punk to signal him for anything. So what I wanted to do is at the bottom of the cove, all I want to be able to do is see the bottom hulls, uh, see the hulls of all three of these ships here. Just so there should be a spot I can see all three of them. Do you have low light or thermo or anything like that? I'm a dwarf. I have thermo. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can, you can make them out. What do you want to do with this knowledge? Well, uh, Shockey may notice that uh, I take out my Remington 950 and I change all the ammo in it. Okay, Shockey sees that and sh he is preparing for battle. Hello? Are you reading me? I Does anyone hear you. see the captain? I just see boats. Perception qu check uh, quick. Nobody's seen the captain yet. Um, okay. Yeah, you've got a pretty good location where you are. Why don't you give me a second perception test, Lana? I I didn't make a first one, so... Cool. Well, make a first one, then. Okay. Yeah, Chase? Yeah. Uh, you're pretty good at punching people, right? I've been known to, uh, 
dust my knuckles on people from time to time. And do you consider yourself sneaky? Fairly. What do you have in mind? Do you think you might be able to grab one of the, uh, revelers on the edge? Maybe someone off taking a piss? And we can find out what they know? I really, I really don't feel like pulling this off without knowing where the captain is. He could be anywhere. You try that? I got zero hits on my perception. I'd like to switch to Astral, because I know he's an adept. So maybe he'll show up better, I don't know. Okay. Well, here's a thought. What about one of those uh, handy-dandy spirits that our esteemed uh, magician friends? Can't they uh, send one of them to go look for the captain? I don't know. Can they? Speaking the RCC, can any of you with the spirit locate the captain with the spirit power or something? Mine's hiding us at the moment. Give me an ascensing test. Mine's hanging out with us, but I could send him on an air and, uh, in character if we need to. That's <laughs> another zero hits. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, you're, uh, you're not able to make any, any head or tail of them. The, uh, the astral energies, uh, coming off of this, uh, this like party fun. are a bit overwhelming. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does. It, uh, it reminds you of, uh, of pleasanter times back in the day. Even if we do locate the captain, though, I'd like to know why this party is happening. We, we need more information. Do you think maybe you can slip up and grab someone and pull them back here? We can always kill them when we're done. All right, how about this? Since we're not doing anything at the moment, I shall take a look around and see if I have any uh, likely candidates for someone to uh, <clears throat> have a chat with. Yeah, there is a... Uh... There is one of your fellow uh, pirate peons watering uh, some sort of shrubbery. Looks like you could probably sneak up on him if you were quick and quiet and grab him before we or without anyone else noticing. Over I'll calm, I'll, uh, I'll let Hannah know that uh, I can send my spirit on a, uh, a search and uh, track mission. Okay. That, that, that would be a good idea, I think. Unless, would the captain see it, the spirit? I know do be aware what the captain do be and know do be seeing. Are they still setting off fireworks? Yes, they can. They are. Uh, the The majority of the big stuff looks like it's been set off, but they're still setting off the occasional string of firecrackers. Uh, somebody's got a box of sparklers that they're uh, shoving into a beer bottle. Yeah, and, uh, what's that? Quick question, has the captain ever bragged about being able to see astral space or talked about astral space at all? No, he's never gone into that kind of thing. He he seems to be uh, a much more uh, physically oriented. Yes, well, maybe you should send your spirit to go look. So, uh, you still want to do, while, while the spirit's doing that, you still want me to do the uh, version of grab a cheese dick and make it talk? Yes, please. All right, then. Uh one second while I take care of the sneak test. And it looks like I got five on the sneak test. And you're under concealment power too, right? As far as I know. Yep. By the way, who's the guy uh, watering the plant? Does he have a name? Or should I just call him Red Shirt One? <laughs> uh, he wants to be known as Redbeard. He's got this uh, scraggly uh, red uh, hair and beard. Hey, so I'm going to have my spirit go back into the astral uh, and run around looking for the captain on our little area here uh, and then report to me his location and uh, stay with him. Okay. It's uh, an extended test. 
Uh, you roll, I believe, twice its force to search for him, and depending on things like distance or magical protections or other things, it uh, it uh, takes longer. Ten minutes per. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, magic plus intuition for that test. Which is probably twice its force. And let's see. So you're able to sneak up close so close you can uh you can smell the uh the freshly watered shrubbery you get up uh just as he is buttoning up again oh good takes another swig from his beer and what are you doing how drunk does he look um reasonably drunk probably four or five beers fair enough i just kind of walk up to him and do my best uh cheap impression channeling the good old days it's like red looking for the captain where's he at he uh he starts and uh nearly spills his beer as you uh you step out of the darkness and and speak up uh almost like you're appearing out of uh out of a fog that doesn't even exist and uh let's see that breaks concealment uh all you folks lose concealment then oh great that's right guys Turn to, turn to, uh, um, oh, Alex, what's your character's name? Drake. Drake. I turn to Drake and just, like, raise my eyebrows in a what-the-fuck expression. Am I aware that the concealment's broken? Um, yeah, the spirit would let you know. I would like it to conceal the You've been spotted. Okay. Sorry, Uses wait, up wait, another power, another... Yep. Holy Drake, you uh, nearly made me piss myself again. When did you get back? while ago we just keep getting delayed and delayed where's captain we need to do a report uh, i think captain's busy i don't think he wants your report right now here have a beer um, yeah thanks all right look if, unless the captain is busy you know smoking something or has company i really need to talk to him you know where he's at like i said the the captain's busy oh he, I gotcha. he makes a lewd gesture <laughs> i'll ta- hold up the bottle Okay, I'll hold up the bottle in sort of, you know, the, oh, I get it, and kind of a salute kind of thing. Kind of like, yeah! So does he uh, reply to my gesture? Yeah. Yeah, so, what'd you, uh, what'd you grab? A- anything good on that thing? Well, it's kind of hush-hush talk about. It's why I uh, wanted to see the captain, but unfortunately, like I said, if he's busy, it can wait. It's some good stuff. And I'm subvocaling over, and I, as I'm taking a swig of the beer, I'm subvocalizing over my mic. How you want me to play this? Bring any new blood back? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Witnesses? Nah. Something about that, with going out with that punk guy and that uh, freaking nature shark boy. Ugh, uh, don't don't tell me they ate him. Well, I, I, I'm not. I can't confirm nor deny nothing. Let's just. Oh. Say, oh. No. No. What I'm saying is that I sort of <laughs> turned away because I want to be able to sleep at night. Get what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I, I can't believe you hang out with them. I I gotta go get another. Beer. Wait, he, he's Come seen on, you. Here. You, you. You have to kill him. Too. Kill him quickly. All right, that's cool. Sucker punch. Uh, give me a reaction plus intuition roll as you attempt to surprise him with the sucker punch. You get plus three dice. Yay! Woo! Sweet mercy. Seven. All right, you uh, are successful, but uh, unfortunately, 
You're successful at telegraphing your sucker punch uh, a mile away. He managed to get five hits despite his drunkenness. And spots it coming. Uh, why don't you give me an initiative roll? I'm guessing you're going to go first, but uh, he's going to be able to uh, respond. Okay. Is this within my uh, visual range here? Yes. Can I roll initiative too? Sure. Sweet. Anybody who wants to, to get involved can uh, roll initiative here. Yes. Okay, for my initiative roll, it's 16. However, I do have initiative, sur- uh, sorry, adrenaline surge quality. So that means uh, first round, first uh, pass of combat, I go first. All right, you go first and you go first. And pre-edging my attack, busting out the Nux, four hits. Oh, standby. Correction, make that six hits. That's five net hits. Ow, this is going to hurt. He's looking at 13p. Any AP on that? Negative. All right, you uh, you punch him uh, right in the gut. You uh, you can almost uh, hear more than feel as you crack some of his ribs. And let's see, he, he staggers back and uh, uh, with a big oof, yeah, has the wind knocked out of him, but he's not down. Okay, correction. You said he's not, as in is not down, or did you say knocked? He is still upright. Gotcha. And let's see. Drake, you go on 23. Uh, Can I see uh, these guys in combat? Yes. Everybody who snuck forward to get a view of the party can see off to the the side in the the shadows. Uh, You know where where he has, uh, Redbeard has just been accosted. Gotcha. Okay, so four, six, mana ball, and I get five hits. Okay, he uh, he staggers uh, back again as if he's been, uh, you know, kicked in the side of his head, but he he still isn't down. Cool. I take no drain. And does anybody go before Redbeard at fourteen? Okay. So. Uh, Redbeard uh, yells at uh, you, son of a bitch! I think you cracked a rib, and he uh, he takes a, sw- a drunken swing back at you. All right. What do you got on your uh, resistance? Stand by. It's like I got five. All right. You're able to uh, to easily uh, step out of the way of his uh, drunken lunge at you. Looks like you might have drawn the attention of some of the other partiers. Nobody seems that alarmed. Uh, a fist fight isn't uh, hugely out of the ordinary. That was on 14, Lana at 9. I'm going to recklessly cast Magic Fingers at 4-6. Okay. And what are you doing with the Magic Fingers? Uh, Four hits, and then with the other simple action, I'm going to try to trip Redbeard with it. This would be a strength 4 Magic Fingers. Okay. Does that equate to a 3 dice to unarmed? I'm not sure how tripping works with a uh, Magic Fingers. Do Do you have the unarmed combat skill? I do not. Okay, yeah, then you're you're defaulting, and you use the stats for the magic fingers. Okay, it'd just be uh, one hit, then. Normally, that sort of uh, sort of punch wouldn't be enough to, to knock him over, but he's already been blindsided with a mana bolt to the head, and uh, had uh, what feels like half of his ribs broken this combat turn, and uh, he, uh, he collapses on his butt in the sand. Sweet. Okay, so he's down on the ground, kind of on his rear. Is he yep. out? Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Actually, I believe he goes first on the second pass. Adrenaline surge only works for the first pass, right? 
Yeah, but I rolled second. I rolled sixteen. Oh, gotcha. Never mind. So Drake uh, let's first and then chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Drake, Drake is first. at thirteen. What are you doing? Let's see. So assuming we get out of this, it's gonna take some time for my spirit to find the um the captain. So uh, just for your information, at least ten minutes, maybe more. Yeah, I posted my uh, hits up there earlier. The first 10 minutes, I got three hits. Second 10 minutes, I got five hits. The third 10 minutes, I got four hits. So whatever that's worth. In the meantime, uh, I'll zap the guy again with another uh, mana bolt. Ooh, I got six hits on that one. He's starting to pull himself up and then slumps down to the ground. And let's see. Anybody with uh, with vision mag or is right next to him can see that uh, he's stopped breathing. But those of you further back, it's it's difficult to tell that from the distance you're at. All right. If uh, looks like combat is effectively over, I'm just gonna lean down and say, "Yo, you son of a bitch! Come on, let's get you back to let's get you to the med tent. Not too loud, but just loud enough. I'm gonna kind of." reach underneath his arms, do kind of a fireman's drag kind of thing, you know, so hopefully anybody looking at this would say, oh, yeah, they got into it. Oh, he's drunk off his ass. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, a few, uh, a few folks are, are heading over your direction. I call it three of them, and it looks like one of them's pulling a Sharpie out of his pocket. Sharpie? He passed out. He's going to get written on. It's the pocket. Ah! That's awesome. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm going to Keep uh, keep on keeping on because I don't want them to get close enough to where he does a sharpie. Hey, wait a minute, he's not breathing. Yeah, so you're uh, you're dragging him over towards the. Uh, I, I guess you could call it a medical tent if you are feeling generous. It's a a couple of uh, sawhorses with uh, a, a sheet of plywood over the top of it and a uh, a med kit stashed underneath and a, a tarp over the whole thing. I'm going to start moving stealthily, you know, around, keeping my distance to the party, but kind of moving to keep up with, uh, with this movement. And I'll, um, I'll radio back, uh, okay, well, it looks like, looks like the captain's busy with, uh, some woman or someone. So he's likely going to be distracted for a while. We don't know where, though. Where? It's, uh, it's pretty tough for you to keep up with his movement, even dragging somebody else. Uh, but, uh, you do your best. Eventually, does, does uh, those three kind of break off and do their own thing, or do they keep pursuing? No, they're, they're heading over to you. One of them's got a, uh, an extra beer, and, uh, he's, uh, he's holding it out. Hey, looks like, uh, looks like you deserve a beer for that. Good job. <laughs> well, the, uh, the other two are, uh, are discussing, uh, I don't know, penises, man. They're they're so old school. I I, I say we give him a, a giant tentacle cloud climbing out of his butt. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll yell back and say, "Well, if you want to do one better, do a half C in his mouth and then put the tentacle going in his ear." That uh, that earns you a round of laughter from the three of them. Here, toss that sharpie over. I used to do. Let, let the old chief show you how it's done. All right, the uh, the three of them are, are converging on you where you've uh, arrived at the, the medical tarp. It looks like they're all uh, intent on getting involved in this drawing action here. So, it looks like they're not suspicious of you. Why don't you make some conversation and find out what the party's about? So vocalizing, right, but uh, I might need a rapid egress in about 15 or so. The rest of us, I think, should move to get in position near the boats. What do you think? 
well, they're all discussing. I'm just going to start yucking it up, just uh, talking to the dudes, you know, start telling a salty story about there was this time when, you know, I was in Key West at this old little bar, blah, blah, blah. You know, one of the All right. I'm going to start floating my way uh, stealthily toward the rest of the group again. So change from that 25 yards away to 50 yards away and then hopefully move with them in the direction of the boats. Okay. And uh, as I kind of, uh, in the middle of my story, I'm just going to kind of, and there was a time that just, you know, we were promoting this other guy, you know, that's what the party was. And uh, so what do we got going on here? I just got back in. Why are we doing all this? All right. uh, Everybody who is not standing over an incriminating pirate can give me a, a sneaking test as you attempt to get closer to the shore in preparation for heading out towards the boats. I will be edging this roll. Those of you who are hanging around underwater, are you guys going to be doing anything? Uh, Shaki, it looks... Okay, yep, what are you doing? First, I have a question. Does the cutter have the machine guns on it? Yes, they are permanently mounted. The captain doesn't think it's worthwhile to unship them every time. That's one of the reasons he's got uh, somebody he mostly trusts uh, keeping an eye on the ship. Okay. Uh, There is something I have been planning on doing. Um, I'm... uh... I'm, I've got my Remington 950, and it has actually been modified for extreme environments, so it can fire underwater at half ranges, and uh, I'm planning on putting some holes into the otter. Okay. I believe with some of the fireworks and noise going on, um, that firing into the boat from underneath it will be less noticeable. Plus it sounds probably going to be muffled by the water. Yeah, nobody's going to hear the the gunshots going off underwater, but depending on where you hit on the boat, it may or may not be noticeable. Well, I'm sincerely hoping the captain is not using the wonderfully fitted bunks inside the otter for his entertainment, but sometimes these things happen. See if you can. Okay. Here's a suggestion. If you can't blast through the hull, if you can, go for some of the steering mechanisms, propellers, rudders, that type of stuff. You might have better luck. You won't sink the boat, but it's going to take. It's going to be harder for them to make them seaworthy and for them to chase it. Um, the otter is that? That's an engine craft, right? Yes. So I could shoot the prop, which I assume would be a called shot. Well, hold on a second. I'm just double checking the stats on the otter to see if your uh, your rifle can do any kind of damage to it. I'm guessing it probably can. You've got APDS loaded in there, yes. Yep, so it's a 12P minus 8 AP to begin with. Okay, yeah, that completely bypasses the six armor of the otter. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 10 meters away, it's stationary, you are doing the, the equivalent of shooting the broadside of a barn here. Uh, you are, and you're trained with a rifle, I'm assuming? Yep. So, yeah, you can put plenty of holes in the otter if you want. But... I think I'll go for the call shot and just take out the prop. Okay. So, um, how does uh, I know this minus dice for that? I'm gonna call that the uh, the equivalent of taking out the uh, the engine block in a vehicle, and I think that's a minus six, isn't it? It's only minus four. Minus four? Okay. Minus four. 
normally it would be more difficult because you'd be doing it from above the water and wouldn't have a clear line of sight, but from underwater here, you can see it no problem. Uh, let's see. There is a, a small penalty uh, for vision, but uh, because of your thermo, it's only going to be a minus one, I believe. So right, call on. it a minus five. What's that? Hold on just a sec. I should probably stop and restart recording. Okay. We are recording. Okay, how's that cold shot going? All right, so first, I hold my hand up and get Shockey's attention, and then I hold a finger over my lips. Then I aim and then shoot the prop off of the otter, and I get five hits. That, and it's, it's a perfect shot. It slices through the shaft of the, uh, the prop, and it comes uh, tumbling down through the water, lands on the... Uh, on the surface. The, the bottom. The, the surface is up there. Sorry. I'm not one of these fancy-dancy divers like you are. <laughs> no, it floats up to the surface. Okay, that was the action I wanted to take. It might have had consequences. Uh, as Sharky sees that, he will give Punk the thumbs up, like, nice shot, and then he is going to get his bow out and uh, ready his bow, just in case. Does that I I look impressed at the bow underwater? Yeah, baby. Strong legs. All right, Hannah will be making her way over to the boat area, trying to bypass the party. Okay. Yeah, I think the bow should work underwater. I mean, arrows are useful for you know har spear guns type things or just uh, bow fishing. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, I, I have no idea how it's really gonna work in the game. I know the arrow, you can definitely have it go underwater, but the actual function of the bow, I, I, I would have some questions about. Yeah, I think the range would probably be reduced, but I think the, I, I don't think that if the arrow can slice through the water, I don't think the bowstring should have any issues slicing through the water. We can debate, but I would just say, you know, GM ruling. Yeah, if anybody can find any uh, reason to uh, to call uh, to nix it, let me know offline in the future. Oh, I have to pay like three thousand million to have my gun work underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got a bow. <laughs> Alrighty, Hana, you're sneaking towards the towards the water. Uh, Lana, you're also sneaking towards the water, I believe. Yep. Punk, what are you doing? I have a myomeric uh, rope, and uh, I'm going to take it out now and have it extend up towards the the ship with the machine guns on it and summit. And I'll look at uh, Shockey. So myomeric rope is a rope we can just I can just make it extend itself, so it kind of can climb up. It's like a snake charmer trick thing. Gotcha. That is cool. Yeah, that's a great addition for the uh, for this. This campaign. Well, we're pirates. We spend all this time climbing onto boats. Good call. All right, and Chase, you are attempting to uh, distract the pirates. What's up? I was gonna say yes. The proper term would be bullshit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Why don't you give me a um, like a con roll, a fast talk roll, as you attempt to distract them and uh, and guide them away from their their goal of marking up their unconscious compatriot. Bye. 
or if you've got uh, any other social skill of some sort that you'd like to uh, to try to use in some other way, feel free to let me know. All right, one thing I got is like etiquette. So you're going to attempt to to convince them that uh, that using a sharpie on their unconscious friend just wouldn't be right. Hell no! I'm just trying to distract them, you know. So hopefully that maybe they'll kind of forget about that for for a second, or maybe just say, "Here, let me do it first and show you how it's done." The old "I found him, I get to draw on him first bit. Bingo, and that would be three. How many hits did you get on your test? Three. Social's not my biggest. Okay. All right, you uh, you're you're doing your best to uh to string them along with a uh, a long-winded uh a story, distracting them, and uh, and you convince them to you know hand over the sharpie to you so you can do the uh the first bit of artwork. Uh, meanwhile, Hana, Lana, uh, Punk, and no, not Punk, and Drake are sneaking towards the towards the shoreline. Won't you yep. give me your uh, your sneaking tests? Four hits. One hit. One hit. And concealment. Yep. Doesn't look like anybody is uh, has spotted you guys yet. Uh, they're all focusing in on the the bonfire that's killing their night vision or letting off fireworks and whatnot. Uh, nobody really seems to be on the lookout for anybody coming in. Uh, I'm sort of moving in almost a caricature of a sneaking stance. Yep. You're also having a hard time keeping up with the rest of the group, I believe. Um, it's going to take you a bit longer to get to the shoreline than everyone else. I'm pretty slow. Take a lot of time to find my footing. Walking on sand is pretty much hers. Chase, uh, you're doing your best to, to distract them, but uh, it looks like they uh, are more than happy to to listen to your story and wait for you to do the drawing. And eventually one of them... Uh, says, wait a minute, I, what the Drek, he's, uh, he's not breathing. Oh, oh, Drek. And, uh... I'll look down and go, oh, frag me! Where's the doc? The, uh, the guy who noticed pulls the, uh, uh, the med kit, uh, out from under the, the sawhorse. And starts, uh, starts pulling it open. He's kind of haphazardly pulling stuff out and tossing it on the, uh, the sand around. Uh, you know, pulls out the main machine and, and dumps it onto the, the plywood next to the guy. The other, the other two have, uh, have started helping him. Uh, I don't know if you could call it help so much as, uh, doing a, you know, extra job scattering stuff around and pulling out, uh, bandages and, uh, salves and, uh, various pill bottles. I talk into the microphone on my RCC to communicate. Now might be a good time to slip away. That was my thought. Um, <laughs> um, unless you think you can kill them all. Well, I could always, well, I could always drop an AG grenade in the middle of them. That's what I meant by ugly. <laughs> no, too noisy. All right, I will do the crap. You guys keep working on them. I'm gonna go get the dock, and I'm out. All right, where are you dashing off to? The, the party with the bonfire and the, the dance area and the music is between you and the shoreline here. Um, there's, uh, in addition to the med kit here, there's a, a line of other or tents and lean-tos and uh, tarped-off areas. It sounds like uh, 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 several of the tents are, are occupied with uh, some horizontal dancing at the moment. I will kind of do a, a feint towards the tents. You know, because we figure that's probably where the quote-unquote dock would be. 
And then once at the tent, I'm going to make a sharp turn and start moving towards to uh, link up with my comrades. Okay. I will use a third um, service from my Spirit of Water to reconceal all of us, including Chance. All right. Well, you have a very unlucky group of compatriots here as pirates. Uh, none of the uh, other peons in the group notice the, the pirate in the midst disappearing as he's making a beeline towards the, uh, the ocean. But um, perhaps some of the lieutenants might have better luck. Let's find out. Crap! Some vocaling over the mic. Whatever we're doing, we're going to do it fast! Why did you talk to him? You were supposed to sneak him away like an alien abduction or something. So we could talk to him and stuff. Not not go up and join the party. Darling, have you, you have obviously never heard the maximum. No plan survives contact with the enemy. These are the least observant pirates you guys have ever seen. It's probably best to you, uh, you know, cut your losses and get away from them. Hooray! <laughs> okay, well, I think we got away clean. Let's get to the boats. Okay, Hooray. you guys Before are the captain uh, is done up on the shoreline. How do you want to get out to the boats? Um, are the boats, like, aren't they, like, in some sort of a cove-type thing? Or make sure. Yeah, they're about ten meters offshore, uh, anchored. Hey, and I... I elbow the uh, often uh, off in the stratosphere, uh, Drake. Um, can your spirit uh, assist us in getting over to the boats for those of us who may not be the best swimmers? Oh, in addition to uh, swimming, there are also half a dozen of those uh, little, uh, let's see, the wave gliders. Yeah, wave gliders. And, uh, and a Zodiac pulled up on shore here. Wait, there's a half a dozen wave gliders? They're the little uh, two-person uh, personal watercrafts. Well, hell, let's take those out there. It's like Waterworld. They all come up on that personal watercraft and get you. Punk says, otter no good. What? No take otter. Which one was the otter? The fast one? It's the, the fishing boat. Okay. Can we get the fast one? Hannah, go fast boat. Shocky, me, take uh, big boat. Great. And I, I point to the rope and Shocky, and the rope is going to you know, kind of go up onto the, uh, oh, what the hell is that? The cutter? Is the cutter? The cutter is the racing boat. The cutlass is the armed ship. The cutlass. That's the one with the machine guns on it, too. Yep. So, yeah, I guess we yeah, got to try and get a drink. Uh, try and stealthily, or at least we're going to prepare, I'm going to prepare to stealthily climb on, but I don't know what Shockey's going to do. So we know do be want my Kraken to find the captain? I don't think it matters, personally. I would feel better if he wasn't alive when we escaped. What difference does it make? We need to get out of that boat now. I suppose. What matters is here and now, and, uh, yeah. So, game mechanic-wise, do we want to use the power of movement on this? As far as game mechanic is concerned, uh, I don't know if movement would really fit, because I think that's on one person or vehicle. Um, I just thought maybe like a fluff thing, like a, a spirit of water could probably help buoy hey, several you, people out. You want Shockey to be flying out of the water and shooting someone with a bow? Movement power would be awesome. That is true, but we want to get us four people 
uh, not all of us who may be uh, great swimmers, out to a boat. So Hannah's going to make her way to one of the wave gliders. How noisy are they when you start them up? Yeah, they're pretty noisy. Uh, it's a two-stroke. Yeah, I think, yeah, think of it like a, uh, a loud uh, uh, motorbike. They're water cycles. So, Carlton, can I request my uh, water spear to assist us in swimming quietly out to the boats? Inside? Yeah, I think it, well, it could conceal you to help with the, the quietly part of that. It could help carry somebody out if they can't swim at all. It could use its movement power to let somebody who's actually be able to swim, swim faster. Uh, let's see, what else could it do? Uh, I guess it could assist your swimming with uh, a teamwork test. Spirits are always great to get toilet paper when you run out. <laughs> I guess I just wasn't sure what they could do um, and whether it would have to translate into a bona fide critter power. So the, those are the things that I can... Those are the things I can think of off the top of my head that it could do to help you. Uh, you may be able to come up with something else, taking a look at their powers and whatnot. But uh, that's that's what I can think of off the top of my head. We're all already sealed. Wait a minute. You've both got these magic flying powers. Can you can you do that to myself and Chase as well? Well, sure. Let's just do that then. Good call. Thanks for the uh, offer, but uh, I can swim just fine. Thank you. Force four levitate on Hannah. Yeah, it looks like that'd be overkill, at least as far as weight is concerned, but, you know, speed counts, too. Drake mumbles about indecisive landlubbers, so I will uh, also help levitate with the proper spell. So who am I, so who I, got, am I moving I out there? Three hits on levitate on Hannah, so the two of us are just going to float on over the surface of the water to the, uh, we're going to the cutter. Okay, and uh, let's see... Punk, are you and Shocky going uh, going to try to uh, time it to get up on the boat at the same time before them or after them? Wow, that's a that's a tough question. Is Shock Shocky you alive? Is he alive? Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you climbing? I'm just swimming, man. Oh, fine. I'll go board. Oh, I can climb a board, no problem. If uh, if Shocky sees Punk. Like climbing up his cool self-adjusting rope, uh, Shaki will swim under the boat and climb up the other side of the boat. Uh, I guess we're going to try and do it about the same time. Okay. Oh, actually, hold on. There's supposedly some guy on watch that I've never seen and is hidden carefully in there that I don't know about. And he would probably see people flying across the water. So I'm going to go be, try and get there before them. Okay. Everybody who is not underwater, give me a perception test. Not underwater? That's correct. Got it. This is a visual, I'm assuming? Sure. Would that include... I mean, if you've got a really awesome smell of perception, you could roll that instead. Just let me know. Two hits. Three hits. Two. Since I said I was going to be swimming out to the boat, does that include me as well? Are you flying out there with them, or are you swimming out? It's only ten meters out. I'd probably just you know, hit the water and just go that way so that way, you know, the magic users don't have to waste their time and energies on me. Okay. Um, don't bother giving me a perception test as you're, you're swimming. And uh, let's see, Drake, uh, from your position flying over the water, you can see there is somebody standing on the, the side of the, 
of the cutlass. It looks like he's got a, a weapon and he's aiming it over the side. And you can see, you see your buddy Punk's head pop up out of the water right below him. I'm going to warn him uh, over the comms. Look out, man. There do be a, a, a hostel on board. Why don't everybody give me a uh, initiative? Yeah. As the apparently only person in the entire pilot uh, or pirate crew with uh, any sort of perceptive abilities, spotted a uh, one or two people come swimming into the cove and disappear. He's been on alert ever since and spotted the, the rope climb up and tie itself on the side, lurking in wait. His plan has only been foiled by the uh, concealed flying uh, pirates coming in from shore. Something he did not expect at all. Boom. <laughs> well, I didn't see him either. Okay, Shocky at 31. Give me a climbing test as you are pulling yourself up over the side of the ship. Oh, I don't do that. Are you just uh, shooting up out of the water to, uh, to land on your, uh, the deck on your feet? Exactly. And then I'm going to shoot this guy with my bow that I had prepared. Do you have some sort of uh, special add-up power for shooting up out of the water and, uh, and up onto the deck of a, a boat? Yes, it's called uh, Rambo Level 3. <laughs> that was, that was that. All right, give me a, give me a uh, swimming test. And I am going to uh, treat it as uh, something similar to a, uh, a jumping test with a threshold. As you attempt to uh, shoot up out of the water and, uh, and come up onto the, uh, the side of the boat. It's going to be difficult because this isn't a, a pleasure craft. It's designed to with, uh, you know, uh, kind of like a walled side around uh, to provide cover for people. So you've got to get up and over that, not just up onto the deck. But uh, give me a roll. Okay. See how you do. I, I am going to uh, pre-edge this. So I got eight hits. So you guys who are flying out uh, spots on the opposite side of the, the ship where the man with the gun is, uh, is pointing out a dark form shooting out of the water does a flip over the railing and lands feet first on the, uh, the deck, uh, uh, prepared and ready to uh, fire his bow on his next action. Yes, go get him, creepy guy. Wow. <laughs> uh, can't, I, can't I lose an arrow as a simple action? It's a, a complex action to, uh, to leap out of the water and land on the, uh, the deck of a boat. Okay, I can... All right. But, uh, let's see, Drake at 18. Uh, yeah, so I'm floating, so... Am I going to take any penalties to cast a combat spell? I don't remember. Since I'm sustaining levitate. That's a minus two penalty, unless you have something to keep you from taking that penalty. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll take the penalty, and I will do a 4-6 metabolt. Aw, two hits, that sucks. Well, his powers of perception are nothing against your magical forces against his mind, and you slam into him with virtually no resistance. He's distracted by the shack. <laughs> Chase, at 15, you are clambering up the rope, I believe. Give me a climbing test. 
Chase is swimming to the other boat. Oh, wait, sorry, that was Punk who's climbing up. I'm sorry. Yeah, Chase, you're swimming out to the boat. Uh, you continue swimming. Uh, let's see, do you have your swim speed available? Stand by. Okay, while you're looking up that, we'll move on to uh, Frank at 14. Real quick, uh, eight meters. Okay. At the end of this combat turn, you'll be almost out to the boat. Okay. I believe you could spend a, a complex action to swim to uh, extend that distance, just like you could use running to extend your run. Okay. With uh, four hits, yeah, I think I should be able to close the distance. Yeah, no problem. At the end of this uh, combat turn, you will be at the uh, boat. Yay. Actually, for the for the sake of simplicity, at the end of this pass, you're at the boat, and next uh, next pass, you can do something at the boat. Cool. Frank, uh, startled by the uh, the splash and thump behind him, spins around and uh, takes a shot at Shocky with a shotgun. Say that six times fast. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots a shotgun at Shocky. So if you can give me a defense test, Shocky. Okay. So that's a ranged defense? Yep. Uh, can I try to do an interrupt action of uh, a counter-strike? Or does that have to be hand-to-hand? I believe that's hand-to-hand. Okay. Yeah. And he's got the width of the boat between you and him at the moment. Okay, I got 13 dice and... I got zero hits, so I'm going to spend a point of edge to re-roll my misses. I got four hits. That's enough. Dodging and weaving and sliding across the deck, you're able to uh, slide out of the way of the uh, shotgun slug that uh, explodes out of the barrel. I believe we are now hot. (laughs) Oh, noisy. Give me that Uh, uh, climbing test. I have five hits. Okay, yep, you are able to uh, clamber up the side of the the boat and get in. Uh, There is, right in front of you, uh, Frank. The uh, poor sucker's out here on watch. Uh, Looks like he's just taking a shot at Shockey. How unfortunate for Frank. And uh, that's your action for this pass as you have climbed up the the rope to get here. Uh, Hannah at uh, 13. All right, so um, I guess I don't really have anything I can do from here. I'm going to uh, hope that I keep floating as I move toward the boats, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and um, compile another sprite here. We'll go with a uh, we'll go with a four six machine sprite. Okay, and Lana, what are you doing? Ooh, it's five hits. That's three net for you. Four drain coming your way, or fading rather. That's a good question. All right, no drain. I guess at the moment I'm going to just concern myself with uh, any potential um, problems on the boat that we're going on. See if there's anybody there, that sort of thing. You're heading towards the speedboat or the cutlass? The cutlass. Okay, you're heading towards the speedboat. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah, as far as you can tell, there's nobody on it. Okay. If there is, they're hunkered down on the floor someplace. You're moving me as well, right? Correct. I'll switch to Astral just to see, you know, without having to worry about uh, dim light or anything. 
Okay. And how far are all the people you're levitating moving this combat turn? I've got a force four on me and a force three on Hannah. So that's not very fast. I think it's Okay, uh, so multiple combat turns. I think it's force meters per turn. I have to look it up. Okay. Why don't you double check that, but it sounds like it's gonna be at least two or three combat turns yeah. to get the ten meters out from shore. So, second pass, Shocky, you have a firm footing on the boat with your bow at the ready. Frank, why you want to shoot me like that? And then I'm shooting him with a bow. <laughs> I got four hits. <laughs> he successfully dodges the arrow, which uh, shoots off over the bay. Darn. Okay, Drake at eight. Dude's still there? Oh, yeah. I'm going to try and zap him again. This time I got five hits. And took no Again, he is putting up no effective resistance with his, uh, his mind as your mental energies slash through his body. And Shaki, you, you missed him with that arrow, but he's, he's slumping down a bit and uh, looks like he's, uh, he's injured somehow. Chets at five. You are at the boat. Uh, you said I was already on board so I could quote, do something. Uh, you're at the boat. You're not on board yet. So you can you could try to climb on board or do some something else. Which boat are you at the are you at the cutlass or at the cutter? Speedy one. I'm guessing that uh, all my other the other three I was with were heading towards the speed boat, so I was going to stick with them. Okay. Yep. Yep. You've raced on ahead of them, and you're at the speed boat. What do you want to do? Climb on. Okay, give me a climbing test as you clamber out of the water and onto the boat. And let's see, Frank. Well, he recognizes Shocky now, but Shocky just tried to shoot him with an arrow. So, well, hey, he might as well return the favor. Uh, this crazy bastard's not just biting people, but shooting them now. And Shocky, you want to try to dodge out of the way? Okay, I got seven hits on my defense test. What the dreck is wrong with you, you freak? And uh, he fires off another shot, missing. Can I yell back at him? Sure. Hey, you fragger, I miss you on purpose. You seem to be trying to shoot me. Punk, what are you doing? And Chance, you're able to climb up onto the speedboat. No problem with that climb check. Okay, I'm... All right. I just uh, lift up my uh, right... uh, (laughs) I I just uh, kind of lean back on the railing, lift up my leg, and point it at Frank's back, and I just fire my shotgun at him, point blank range. All right. So seven hits. Uh, oh nope. Accuracy six. six. What's it loaded with? It's a slug. Okay. So that's uh, three net hits. All right. So yeah. So he's taking uh, 13p minus 5 AP, because I put a APDS round in there. I thought I was going to be shooting boats, but uh, Frank's there. And Frank goes down with a slug in his back. It uh, looks like you guys might have caught the attention of the uh, revelers on the shore. Oh, shit. It's not like we're not about to start out the boats and drive out of here anyway. Hannah, at three, what are you doing? Well, since uh, someone's moving me for me, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, switch over to Hot Sim. And then I'll order my okay. newly compiled machine sprite to use stability on the speedboat. It's essentially the guard power. Gotcha. Lana on two. 
I'm going to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to uh, give my uh, Spirit of Water an order to, uh, I assume they can maintain concealment and do another action. Yes. Cool. I'm going to ask it to use the movement power on our speedboat once we get underway. Okay. And once you get on the way, remind me so we can make the roll and see how much faster you go with it. Will do. Oh, and scratch that stability thing. I have to have a mark on the object to use the power on it. So I just go hot sim. Okay. So, Shocky at 11. Uh, I will kick the shotgun away from the fallen Frank as I move forward to start pulling up the anchor. Okay, no problem. You're able to uh, to hit the button and the anchor is uh, retracting. Uh, let's see, Hannah 2? Alright, so uh, I'm going to do another matrix perception test to pick up on any icons, including any ones on these ships that we're going on. That's uh, four hits. Yes, it looks like uh, some wireless icons are being enabled on the shore. They're running silent, but it looks like uh, people are turning on uh, various devices. Okay, that's my action. And Shocky at one. Uh, throwing Frank overboard, but keeping that shotgun. Okay. Uh, Frank's uh, unconscious or possibly dead body is uh, unceremoniously dumped into the drink. And I believe it's a start of a brand new combat turn. And uh, let's see. Looks like you guys are, are racing out towards the boat. Uh, it's going to take you two more combat turns for the levitate folks to get there. And let's see, you've already got the Cutlass. Uh, what are you guys do, planning on doing on the Cutlass uh, this combat turn while the folks on shore are uh, dealing with this, uh, these new events? I would like to do two things. One would be to start the Cutlass up, and the other would be to man the guns. I assume the guns on this Cutlass are uh, physically manned. Not, they're not uh, have any kind of automated... Thing on them. Yeah, they're just pintle mounts that are, are mounted on the side. The vehicle itself does have uh, rigger options for it. It's enabled, but the bo the guns are manual. Aha! Uh -huh. So what? do but I don't know anybody can rig. So I'm gonna assume no one can rig until somebody does it. So yeah, I'm gonna start it up and. Uh, to get the engine going, and so we can start maneuvering, um, and then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go physically man one of the guns. Okay, and Shocky, what are you gonna be doing? Uh, who's who's gonna drive this boat? So I believe that would be uh, Punk. Punk Punk can pilot, and Punk can do gunnery. Yeah, you can use AR controls to pilot it from the gun if you need to, as long as you spend at least one initiative pass of piloting the boat. Okay, yep. I will. Uh, Sharky will cover our, our escape with this boat in case anybody tries to come after us with his bow and his grenades. Okay. Everybody on shore is uh, drunkenly yelling, running around. Uh, you hear some people calling for the uh, the captain. And uh, you can see the, the lieutenants running back towards their uh, their tents. And, uh, let's see. Ha 
Hunk, uh, why don't you give me a piloting test as you attempt to get the cutlass out over the over the coral reef and into the open ocean? And who's going to be piloting the the racing craft when you guys oh, arrive? Oh, that be me once I get there. Okay. Yeah, you guys, you guys arrive, and you can start that that sucker up. Okay. Um, as I'm traveling there, though, the uh, things that went active on the Matrix wirelessly, what are they? Looks like uh, comlinks protecting uh, cyber and weapons. What kind of cyber? You've uh, you've had uh, experience with the uh, the lieutenants before, so you're you're pretty sure you know what cyber it is. Uh, wired reflexes, reaction enhancers, smart links, uh, the usual street samurai stuff. When they uh, pulled that job against the Ares shipment a few months back, they took a lot of the gear for themselves and cybered themselves up. Gotcha. Um, I guess uh, just on one of the guys who's got wired reflexes, uh, out of the uh, three of them, which one is more about long-range combat? Or all of them? Probably Hawk. I mean, they're all pretty good about uh, long-range stuff, but uh, Hawk uh, likes to think of himself as, uh, as a great shot at long-range. He's always talking himself up. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and try to get some marks on Hawk's uh, pan while I'm floating away. Okay, why don't you give me a, uh, a couple of tests for that? Yeah, Anyone we'll else these... planning on doing anything to the uh, folks on shore as you attempt to escape from the uh, the harbor here. Yes. Well, um, so I'm I'm gonna do the the, the pilot watercraft. I pre-edged. Uh, I got seven hits, but the cutter only has a handling of five. However, but you pre-edged. Well, oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah, I was gonna point out my vehicle empathy also raises the handling of the craft. But it doesn't matter when I pre-edge. Uh, anyway, so I did that. Now that's one action to control craft. Otherwise, I would actually just have the machine guns on suppressive fire at the air of the beach where the other, like the Zodiac and the other personal watercraft are. So people okay. know if they approach them, they'll possibly get hit. Okay. People are, are diving for cover and... And, uh, and running for safety and generally doing their best to get out from the uh, field of fire of the, the light machine gun. And you are successfully able to get it over the, the coral. Let's I got see. Five hits to get a mark on uh, Hawk's comlink in his pan, basically. Uh, yeah, you've got a mark. Okay, once I got that, then I'm going to run an edit file on his uh, smart link. Okay, what are you changing? I'm going to edit the feed on his smart link to show all targeting information to be, oh, about three degrees off target. Alright. Enough where at longer range is going to totally throw off his range. That would be five hits. Okay, you make the changes. And then um, as I'm floating across, I'm going to ask um, Chance if he could please turn on the wireless, can, or turn on the, you know, turn turn the boat on full wireless and everything. Done. And then um, I will go ahead and put a mark on the boat as I'm flying towards it. Okay. It's trivial since there's nobody hooked up defending it. Okay, and then once I get the mark on the boat, then I'm going to have my spirit put stability, not spirit, sprite puts stability on it. Okay. Shaki, what are you doing as you guys are making your escape? Uh, how far away are we from... Uh... 
He's got, uh, from the lieutenant guys. Oh, hold on a second. Let me consult my cleverly sketched map here. You're about 40 meters away from them. If any of them look like they're going to raise weapons, I'm going to shoot them with a bow. Okay. Um, yeah, eventually they're going to be coming out from their uh, tents with weapons, and you can take a couple of shots as you guys are escaping. So why don't you make the, the rules for those, and let's see. Hannah, you're doing stuff on the Matrix. Drake, uh, what are you doing as you guys are making your, mis- uh, your escape? Give my uh, spirit its other uh, last action, which is to, once he finds a captain, kill the captain. Okay. Uh, three shots with my bow. I got four hits, five hits, and five hits. Did you say four, five, five? Correct. Okay, that's one, two, and one net hit. Okay, the first guy is looking at 8P fire damage, minus 6 AP. The second guy is 9P fire, minus 6 AP. And the third guy is 8P fire, minus 6 AP. Okay. Uh, Chance, uh, let's see, you're piloting the... Or no, no, that was somebody else. What are you doing, Chance? Well, I was asked to kind of start up the boat, as it were. Is there anything else like that? Is that going to be a simple or complex action? Uh, this is, uh, we're, we're basically out of, uh, of combat turns at this point, but if you're, if you're planning on taking any actions against your former pirate crew as you guys are escaping, let me know what they are. Um, I do have one question. These other smaller craft that you mentioned, how close together are they? Um, they're probably about, uh, say, three meters apart, give or take. There's uh, half a dozen of the uh, little personal watercraft two-seaters, and there's a Zodiac that's uh, it's maybe four meters away from that group. Anyone think I should drop an HE on that group? Yes, because Napalm will be following. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. But, but those boats are innocent. They haven't hurt anybody. I, I really don't see how... That, what are you talking about? She do be drinking the seawater. Don't hurt the boats. Kill the people. I find this highly weird. <laughs> Deal with it what you will. <laughs> so what are you aiming at? You're, you're not going to be able to hit both the boats and the people because somebody's suppressive fire over the boats and keeping the people away from there. Well, what's the old say? It's better to beg for forgiveness than ask permission. Bye-bye, boats. Okay, so you're dropping an HE grenade in amongst the uh, personal watercraft? Yeah, if uh, I could, if I were to specifically target, say, the Zodiac, would I be able to kind of, like, catch all of them with an airburst? The Zodiac is four meters away from the closest uh, uh, watercraft. Call it uh, one meter wide, and then another three meters for the next one, and so on. Yeah, screw it. Just right in the middle of the group. Like, okay. Do as much damage as I can. What's the AP on that thing? HE grenade is minus two, two, isn't it? Yep, minus two. That's what I thought. And is it 16 damage? 16P. Yeah, it blows up real good. Teehee. Actually, you probably should give me a uh, a test to see if you can actually hit on target. I'm guessing you will be able to, but uh, it's formalities like this that are important when using high explosives. Just a little bit. I'm guessing four. No, I got four total. Okay, yeah, that's enough to hit it on target. Yeah, I was just about to say, I would guess four would be enough, but I didn't want to presume. Yeah, it looks like the uh, the two that you've got it centered on are destroyed, 
but uh, the ones further out are just heavily damaged, probably still serviceable. But not for a while. All right, and then uh, not exactly knowing what's going on with uh, my uh, S-World, S- my uh, teammate, I will do my, the best chief impression I can for last rites, you know, asking for forgiveness and that type of deal thing. I'll say a good old Cajun prayer. Okay, Punk, you've taken your actions uh, getting the boat out. Lana, what are you doing? Um, I guess I'm just going to... And Hannah... Oh, oh, sorry. sorry, Hannah, could you... Go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to take full cover from the uh, people on the island and uh, await getting underway. Okay, Hannah, why don't you give me a piloting test as you attempt to get over the over the reef. All right, yeah, so as I come in for landing, I shift my attention back to my physical form. So switching to AR, but keeping my living persona active, and I'm going to continue the edit feed on the uh, on Hawk's eye, Hawk's uh, smart gun link, and then I'm also going to pilot the boat out. Okay. That would be four hits. That's enough. The draft on the boat is on the speedboat is a lot less than on the cutlass, and you're able to skim out over the reef without undoing any damage to it. And you guys, yep. What's up? As we were pulling away, I'm going to salute my former compatriots with uh, one finger on my left hand. All right. (laughs) You let them know that they're number one in your heart as you guys uh, retreat into the darkness. And I think that's where we'll uh, we'll call it for the night. Um... So one more thing is we're driving away. I do want to. Mark up and essentially shut down the stat link and the comm link that's attached on the other boat. Okay. And I assume collect your drones as well. Oh, yes. Yep. We'll have them run maybe with us. Yep. It looks like you guys have done a good job of dissuading the uh, the pirates from making an immediate uh, attempt to follow you. And uh, you've got a, a relatively quiet escape across the ocean. Does my spirit report the captain dead at any point? I'm going to need to make some rolls on that to see whether it happens or not. Okay, no problem. Maybe he will lose a limb. What, what are you, hungry? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he shows up again with a peg leg or a peg arm. Then, you know, we can make fun of him. Gotcha. I just had to assume you were thinking about food. Uh, everybody thinks I'm a cannibal. <laughs> it's just not true. <laughs> That's a 4-6 water spirit, right? Correct. Hey Cliff, I got another uh, idea for a uh, song for you. You should, you should call it Spiritual Assassin. Yeah, what's that? I don't know, just in honor of the sending the spirit to kill the captain. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I thought you had a full-blown idea or something, rather than a song title. But Yeah, to be Spiritual Assassin or Spirit Assassin? Spirit Assassin sounds cool. The spirit reports uh, back after about 20 minutes from when you sent it out. A lifetime in combat turns that it's found the captain and it's manifesting to take him out and then the connection drops as oh, the spirit, spirit is uh, sent away Aww. yep and uh, Hannah doesn't bring up the the slaughtering of the the watercraft just things to focus on but uh yeah she doesn't bring up the topic unless uh, unless chance does Okay. I assume you guys are going to be traveling through the night to the, the port, and we'll deal with the, the arrival at the port city 
at our next game, I think. All right. Sweet. Uh, I hope you guys had fun. So far. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I got to I got to crash. So I'll catch you all later. It is the uh, the island of Antigua, the city of St. John's. It's a pirate haven, and I'll post some more detail for you guys uh, about it on the forums before we get together next time. Okay. There's a good chance that a number of your contacts are from there. Super duper. Cool. Well, thank you. I gotta leave, yeah. too. Good game. Yes. Same here. Oh, Can I guys? Karma. Thank you. Oh, karma. The Topps Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of the respective owners. Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit. <laughs>